Hello and welcome back everyone and for those who are new I am Tamim and this is a weekly podcast where I try to talk about life happiness and tricks to tweak things to make your life easier I casually hang out with people and talk to them about their experiences regarding things and having fun in life Have you ever wondered how do people get ahead of their competitors have you ever wondered how do people like elon musk make their way so clear maybe we all are of the generation where we have grown up thinking in two ways first one is hard work is directly proportional to success okay and the second one is which i call the wannabe idea of smart work i call it you know wannabe because this idea is typically formulated by the successful people to keep off their competition at the bottom but what if i told you that this is totally wrong and the real case doesn't look like this what if i tell everyone who we see today as successful had unfair advantages over their competition and ultimately we all have some set of our own very unfair advantages so why do you see different results the answer is found in your words and how you use them your choice of words can either invite resistance or it can create trust if you invite resistance no one will hear your ideas if you create trust you gain the confidence of your audience people will listen to what you say if you are one of those who have started a new thing maybe it be freelance in any industry or a youtube channel or a startup or literally anything which garners audience this is for you hello friends and welcome back to the book club series episode where i try to summarize key insights and points from some of my favorite books and today we are talking about a book from ash early and hasan kuba called the unfair advantage which is all about how we all have something that can catapult us to success this book is a perfect one for the person who is among an aspiring founders who want to build their startups on solid groundwork or any of these home cooks who run home businesses or all the new youtubers out there as this lockdown has given out so many of new people in every industry whoever you are you have unique circumstances that can help you succeed often we look at people who are wealthy famous or even attractive and then we go like wow they've got a lot going for them but the truth is these aren't the only kinds of advantages that exist wherever you find yourself in life you've got something you can leverage for some people the advantages are ob- are obvious you know they are idle um, like idle circumstances like wealth or or connections something of this sort when we try to take an example from these kind of uh, advantages uh, let's talk about the uh, co-founder of snapchat even who ha- who became a billionaire at the age of 25 raised by wealthy lawyers who were friends with successful business people spiegel had access to money funders and the mentors right from the get go spiegel's snapchat idea 
was definitely innovative okay something different okay definitely we have to agree that he had something to work on but it was easy to see how his advantages helped the company to succeed so the success granted to the company was due to spiegel's unfair advantage so now when we talk about spiegel's success does this mean you won't be successful without wealth and connections no i'm not trying to imply this or not the book tries to implies this but there are many advantages that just aren't as obvious as a big bank big bank balance or friends in the right places so uh, think of all the racks to riches stories you have heard which says money isn't everything but it definitely helps have you ever thought that life would be easier if you had more money everyone thinks okay everyone at a point thinks okay if if i have this certain amount of money okay life would be easier life would be okay well you are not exactly wrong or even i have thought this way so we we are not exactly wrong so money is a big advantage when you're starting something which requires a capital like starting a business and this not just goes for business this even for any kind of thing that requires some investment or some cat capital that's because see for most startups the profits only starts coming in later down the line either it be your home business or your youtube channel or your freelancing anything you have to put in some initial investment but your earnings or your profit comes down the line when you have worked for something when you have put up in your time effort everything you know in the meantime your business needs to stay afloat and the founders or any employees or like you yourself have to get you know yourself floating into the market you have to get through all these situations daily you have to pay your bills your expenses so having a pile of money on hand definitely makes a difference a general guideline is to have between 6 and 18 months worth of funds although having more obviously wouldn't hurt for example when jan kwam founded whatsapp he had an incredible 400000 dollars saved from his job as a developer he was working somewhere else and he had raised a capital of 400000 dollars so if you are not exactly rolling in cash like kwam it's all right wealthy connections are also potential investors for your startup For example, Mark Zuckerberg took advantage of this possibility when he raised fifty thousand dollars for Facebook from friends and family. If you have watched the movie The Social Network, you'd be knowing it better or in detail how Mark tried to raise all the funds he needed for the Facebook.com at that time. While money plays an important role in getting your startup off the ground. it also gives you something to fall back on in case things don't work out you have a sense of security you have a gratuity that okay if this idea hasn't worked i have something packed up in my bank account which i can use up later for any other idea 
See, wealthy people can literally afford to fail or lose their investments without their lifestyles being affected. That's why they are the most comfortable people who who take bigger risks. There's more to intelligence than IQ and book smarts. This is something which school has been indirectly implying to, but has never directly told us that there's more to intelligence than IQ and book smarts. We all remember the kids back in school who could learn a lot and being in college still I can remember this. The first ventures, okay. Maybe we even wished like at some point we have wished it when you know when you have seen your report card and being from Daisy Brown household I can say this. At least I have wished like twice or thrice in my whole life where I wished I could trade my grades with them. Or as startup founders, those kids have a leg because learning whatever skills they need for their business idea comes easily for them. Their grades, however, will see, stay, start to seem a bit average once you hear, hear about the Collison brothers. Collison brothers are the co-founders of online payment company called Stripe. Thanks to their incredible brains, Patrick Collison and his brother John had launched two tech startups when they were officially billionaires. They were officially billionaires by the time they could even legally drink. Patrick learned how to program when he was just 10 and he created a whole new programming language out of it by the age of 16. See, not to be outdone now, John got the highest possible grades at the end of high school. You know, the grades he didn't even really need. You know why? Because he was accepted at the Harvard before his results were even now at his high school. You know, but intelligence isn't only a matter of good grades and how well you can absorb the concepts. It's also about understanding the world and the people in it. Okay, do you have friends who are great at negotiations? Or do you hang out with people who are great negotiators? See, these are the people who can handle people and they, they you know, they can't just be fooled. If so, you might want to take, you know, I, I admire these kind of people and I try to hang out with them as much as possible. You know, because these skills, they are really great for anything what you're starting right now. Okay. Um, some of you might disagree right now and or maybe are are not convinced by the by the fact I have just told so I'll try to give an example we have all like most of us we have heard about the famous guy Nikola Tesla the most renowned scientist probably of the last century the genius inventor behind the remote controls radios robots and much more. Thomas Edison, Thomas Alva Edison once offered Tesla $50,000 to improve his motor and generator designs. But when Tesla delivered on the promise, Edison just straight up refused to pay any money. And you know how he replied, he said he was just joking. 
See, despite his incredible knack for technological innovation, Tesla died with no money because he, was, he wasn't savvy enough to capitalize on his skill. He was all about his knowledge and everything, but he didn't know how to make money. See, an ability to see through scams is certainly useful, but there's one other kind of intelligence that can set you apart. If your new ideas come to you easily, and you find interesting connection between areas that seem unrelated, then you are a creative thinker. That's when you are thinking out of the box. See, this intelligence stems from widening your knowledge base, the way Steve Jobs did when he sat in on a calligraphy class in college. That one class on beautiful lettering inspired Steve Jobs and his team when they created fonts for the Mac. See, life of an entrepreneur or anyone else who's, who's seeking to be some, something in, in the entrepreneurial field, their life is always about finding the right problem to solve. Because finding the right problem to solve is the key and you could be perfectly placed to do it. So have you ever heard of a new product or a business and you wished you thought of it yourself like oh or I could have made it. See the chances are the great idea wasn't just a random light bulb moment that oh I was just sitting somewhere I was thinking thinking oh and suddenly like one of my random comebacks I've thought about an idea which could make me billions. No. Whoever thought of it had to, you know, had some interesting and unique insights first. An insight, an insight is a deep understanding of a problem or a situation. And often it's what sparks the idea of a product, what's perfectly suited for a market. Sometimes insights are simply acquired by coming from a specific background or belonging to a particular demographic. So just take example of Tristan Walker, who founded Walker and Company. A startup that creates healthy and beauty products for people of color. Now, no, 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 just don't quote me or don't be the keyboard warriors about me being racist. Because people are so sensitive these days. I've just, I haven't even spoken anything wrong. But yeah, I would literally be meeting some keyboard warriors, right? So when Tristan founded this company, why did he, like, what was the problem he was seeking a solution to see walker struggled with ingrown hairs by himself and razor burn when he was shaving so he realized there weren't any shaving products that catered to his needs thus walker and company was bought it became so successful that Pro Pro proctor and gamble later bought it for you know estimated of um, maybe 20 million dollars to 40 million dollars if you're not your own target customer like walker was you can still get your valuable insights by putting yourself in your customers shoes or your audience's shoes or as will shoot it by riding around on your workers bikes see in the early days of his food delivery startup Deliveroo Shu spent nine months making deliveries on a bike to understand every detail involved in providing his company's service. 
by going undercover he learned about the challenges delivery riders face as well as the obstacles encountered by restaurants and customers see your strategy towards gathering insights doesn't even have to be as immersive as this you can simply observe and speak to your customers in order to learn about their experiences and start devising the solution they need so when we are talking about all of this the most unfair advantage anyone would have is location and timing are essential for starting anything in this in this life or at this period of time where we are living right now so um we have um, heard many of times or i have personally heard a lot of people saying this sentence okay and i quote all of them i was just at the right place at the right time finish i was just at the right place at the right time see it can be discouraging if you are working on making it big yourself but there is some truth to it for example think of silicon valley which is known for its countless startups like google apple and facebook now what do you think about this because you many startups aspiring to be the next apple or or the facebook make silicon valley their base when you consider the perks of the place it makes sense because see with neighboring universities churning out world class research in science technology engineering and math companies have a wide and deep pool of talent to recruit them the area also abounds the potential investors you know like big venture capital firms have been in silicon valley since the 1970s in 2017 alone the area received almost 45% of all venture capital funding in the us that's pretty mind blowing considering that it takes up less than 50 square miles to change that percentage see if 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 even it's not a famous start hub hub the right location can be the key to unlocking opportunities huda katan founder of huda beauty can thank a couple of optimal locations for her 500 million dollars fortune a lover of all things related to beauty Katan studied at the best makeup school in the US which happens to be in LA. This meant that she got to work with Hollywood stars. Later Katan moved to Dubai where she found an eager market for her Middle Eastern focused beauty blog and products. See we have seen how location can be an advantage but what about timing? Well, there's a time for everything and this applies to startups too. Even a good idea can be flop if it's introduced too early or too late. Bill Gross didn't believe this at first. The founder of startup incubator Idea Lab thought that ideas made the difference between success and failure. But when his team compared their five top performing startups with five promising ones that failed, they realized that timing was what mattered the most. See, you can see in in the fact that Dropbox, which has over 500 million users, wasn't the first cloud storage startup to come along an earlier one failed in 1990s because internet connections were fast enough it was the same great idea as dropbox just too early for its time this shows us that a degree a degree isn't the only useful thing you can get from learning 
it can also lead to expertise and valuable connections see growing up your parents might have told you over and over and over and again that going to college getting a good college education would set you up for life they were likely thinking about the qualification you could get and the job that would hopefully follow but learning also has other advantages see if you can go to an elite university like stanford or harvard the people you meet there can play a significant role in your success think about it the sky high tuition fees at these school means that many of the students are very wealthy and your future investors could be among them not only that okay you might meet your co-founder on campus as in the case of bill hevlet and david packard who met at stanford and later started the it company which we call today as hp besides social connections being an alumnus of an elite university can give a lofty impression see the founders of billion dollar startups usually come from elite universities venture capitalist ilan ali found this out in 2013 when she looked at the fastest growing billion dollar startups at the time most of the founders came from stanford harvard or mit or colleges like these see the co-authors of the book the unfair advantages became experts in different ways ashley read books and used what he learned to build an online shoe shop hasan took an online course and started his own web design and marketing business both have their skills over the years and now advise other founders if you spent years working in a field there's a good chance that you're already an expert at something now you just need to start using that expertise or you know to your advantage who you are and who you know this makes all of their difference this is the thing that creates the biggest difference and it speaks volumes so uh, just picture this you're standing in a line waiting to get into the most exclusive place ever and a local celebrity breezes past the line nods at the bouncer and is allowed to walk right in no questions asked this is the power of status it helps you get in not into not just into places like this but in the professional world too status sometimes trumps ability when it comes to deciding who should be given an opportunity consider a 2016 study by the social mobility commission in england it found that graduates interviewing for investment banking in london didn't get hired if they were you know if they just wore brown shoes sounds very weird to me when i first read about it see well not if you know that in the banking industry wearing brown shoes instead of black is a no go according to bankers brown shoes suggest that you're from a lower class really weird the employers used this status indicator to decide whether candidates were right for the job see this kind of thing can be frustrating while it might seem like anyone not born into high society is forever locked out of the opportunities okay life is not so unfair okay there's good news you don't have to be from the upper class to know how to blend in socially or professionally see for example we have just uh, i've just spoken about tristan walker the founder of walker and company on a scholarship he attended an elite boarding school worlds away from his home in the projects his home was in the projects 
where he saw how the wealthy lived and learned how to adapt to different social groups see but what if you don't rank high on the social ladder or know how to navigate it having good relationships with the right people also comes in handy for business there are people who can give you advice opportunities and even help when it's needed connecting with these people can be an advantage as in the case of snapchat founder even spiegel who who met leading venture capitalist peter wendel through his wealthy family wendel introduced spiegel to the uh, to the likes of former google ceo eric youtube co-founder chad and scott cook scott cook who is the co-founder of software company called intuit See, Cook eventually became Spiegel's mentor and even gave him funding for Snapchat. Everyone has some kind of advantage. You can influence the success of your thing by looking at what you already have, whether it's connections, assets, insight or simply being well suited. When you leverage your advantage and throw in your hard work, your thing will gain traction and eventually success.